Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Eurogamer Newscast and this week we're discussing the biggest Xbox leak in history. We're looking ahead to the Switch 2's potential launch lineup. We're asking why there are so many industry layoffs, or at least that's what I would be saying if you're listening to the Eurogamer Newscast. Hello, I'm Tom, Eurogamer's editor and host of our weekly discussion podcast where we break down the biggest gaming news stories and share insight from our news reporting team. Head to your favourite podcast app now to listen, just search Eurogamer Newscast. We're walking in the air. is here. <laughs> I'm not very good at thinking of lyrics on the spot. I mean, we didn't have to. That wasn't part of the thing, but I thought... No, I'd... I didn't do any lyrics. Podiats oh. is changing. <laughs> no! It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. But not the way you think. <laughs> it's just festive. We're putting it behind a paywall. Yeah. yeah, imagine if we'd just invested in a website and a store and it, it just sort of one last hurrah to grab as much cash from you all as possible before we vanish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, Podiots no, is six ninety nine an episode. <laughs> <laughs> no changes. Uh, you already know about them. We've got a website. We've got a store. It's all great, mm. and uh, we're here to stay. And it's all everything's coming up. Oh no! I just Podi- what? Oh, I just I, I just remembered something. I, I realized the other day. I, I was thinking like the money from the merch could like go into funding our Blobbyland trip. Right. <laughs> yeah. Turns out uh, Blobbyland was demolished years ago. No. Totally flattened. I was, so I was so like, you can't even do urbex on it. No, it's just, it's just not there anymore. Yeah. It's... Well, then we need to go and lay a wreath, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go pray, pray at the uh, old site. I was, I, was, I was like, I had a brainwave. I was like, all right, is this possible? Can we do it? So I started looking up on Google Maps. I was like, oh, there's nothing there. And I started like Googling around on urbex forums. And it's like, yeah, 2017, it was just flattened. Which that I, is I'm so sorry to start the Merry Christmas episode with a Christmas heartbreak. But. <laughs> Not only is it impossible, it's imblobable. Oh, oh mission imblobable. <laughs> I wonder if anyone like went to the site and scavenged a few bits. I'm really heartbroken. I mean, we saw the, the blobby toilet, right? Surely someone, <laughs> you could fit that in a home. Yeah. yeah. You could plumb it in. Maybe Dave yeah. Benson Phillips owns it. He's a bit of a purveyor of... <laughs> Fancy toilet. Please use my bloblet. <laughs> oh, no. It had some considerable use. <laughs> oh, oh, Christ. Well, um, uh, d- despite all that, this is the Christmas episode. Um, yeah, it is. It's also our last episode of the year, is it not? It is, it is. I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. We'll be taking a little break. We'll be back first or second week of 2023, probably. Maybe. Or maybe we just won't come back. We will come back. <laughs> God, don't, don't, don't scare people like that. God, just, there's been so we? much talk of changing. It's not changing. <laughs> no, it's not changing. We have a full ass website that you can go to and we have a store and everything. We wouldn't invest that uh, that kind of resources if we didn't intend to stick around. We are. Yeah, yeah. Don't eat. You want to stick around? Mm-hmm. You want to ask? Uh, <laughs> hopefully, when you're listening to this, 
it's not as well it will still be as cold won't it realistically yeah. Yeah. probably Tuesday yeah. the 20th bloody hell yeah it's going to be cold <laughs> it's not our fault everybody oh can you hear can you hear me warming my hands on my microphone discord probably is yes. depriving you of that joy but no I can hear it oh mm. good it's good warmth good warmth you're like a cricket who's bad at music <laughs> yeah what we can do, Mikey, is uh, we can get to the podcast now mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, talk about Pod Squad and so on and oh, think hmm. about how they will allow you to put your heating on for <sighs> an hour. Yes. An hour. Thanks, Pod Squad. It's all thanks mm. to you. What a treat. Well, we best get to it. Let's go. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Poddy. It's the official oh. Vidiots podcast. Uh, it's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three ers, where everybody brings a, a thing, thing along to, to talk about. about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm Michael. Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas to all of you, or whatever it is that you celebrate. Mm, we yes. hope you are safe and warm, and surrounded by the warm embrace of the bosom of your <laughs> chosen famille, be that blood or uh, what's the, what's the alternative? Friend, Water. friend, friend, bosom, <laughs> the best bosom. Mm. Uh, we we hope you're all doing okay at at the time of recording. Everything is frozen. Newcastle <laughs> is a wasteland, more so than usual. No, Newcastle's quite nice, actually, but it is a frozen, icy death trap currently. Mm. How's it in Bristol? Oh, actually, I nearly died today because of the ice. I, I, oh, God. My, my chosen route, uh, method of getting to our local Tesco is by skateboard, and there's like a really nice hill <laughs> that goes down from our street. I thought, oh, it looks fine. And I got to the bottom of the hill, no. and it just started to slip out. I was like, oh, my God, this is it. Because <laughs> I'm such a pro skater boy, I saved it. And I got to test going and got my delicious lunch. So. Wow. Sick, yeah. man. That's the sick. ultimate so speed right. run. Get there on the ice. <laughs> yeah, slip and slide my whole way there. Real oh, deal. Yeah. Uh, I I also nearly did the same on my way back from a Tesco today. On a skateboard? Not on a skateboard, sadly. Uh, You came back in and you said, I did this, and you waved your arms around all (laughs) over. I did an impression, yeah. Um, (laughs) Because I walked there and it was uh, icy. All the sort of compacted ice was there. And I was very careful on my walk. Then I went into the shop and I bought all my stuff. And then... uh, while I was in the shop, it started snowing really heavily, like big flakes. Um, so by the time I came out, there was like a layer of snow all the way oh. back. And I instantly forgot that under that snow was compacted ice. So Oops, I was walking yes. along on snow, on ice, with my bad, flat, worn away shoe soles. And uh, I stayed up, but I nearly didn't. <laughs> well done. Well, look at us. Stable boys. Yeah, I hate waddling around like a penguin. I feel so <laughs> stupid. I think you mean um, penguin, don't you? Penguin, Penguined. sorry, yeah. I'm I'm okay going uphill, but but coming downhill is scary, yeah. and I don't know what my legs are doing, and it doesn't make any sense because when I, when I walk down a normal hill, I don't just suddenly start picking up speed for no good reason. But when I'm carefully waddling down a what looks to, to be quite a precarious incline um for some reason i just start going faster and faster and then it's when you try to slow yourself down that you just slip and fall and i don't know what that motion even is like what what is that 
learned unusual walking behavior in slippery conditions that makes you more likely to fall over. Yeah. Mm. So, so you're focusing so much on stabilizing yourself that everything else kind of falls the wayside and that causes yeah. accidents. My Maybe. top my top tip for walking on ice is to bring like hunch over a bit, bring your shoulders forward. That'll change your center of gravity and therefore and make it easier to stay upright. I I mean I I'm saying this as someone who's fallen over on ice several times, but it should at least help your chances. <laughs> Grip with your toes is my advice. I think that's what they <laughs> say on uh, cool runnings. Is okay. uh, what they're told. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Runnings. Uh, I forgot to say, Peter. When I was leaving work, there were a few of us, and then at the end of the car park, where the where the hill is that mm. leads away up the up the road, someone just like sprinted up it, <laughs> and we were just absolutely flabbergasted. Oh. How how? Maybe that's how the way you defeat ice. That? You just you use confidence to overpower the ice. Well, that's and... it. I think it is. I think there's a confidence issue. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Or he had, like, spiked shoes on, perhaps. Crampons. Is that what they're called? I think so. I don't know. Or those tennis shoes from Pingu. Yeah. That would be good. Pingu tennis shoes he had on. That's what editor Kieran suggested. Crampons (laughs) kind of sounds like a a delicious Christmas Eve crudite, like a little treat snack. (laughs) Anyone for a crampod? (laughs) Remember, we're not eating till two o'clock, so uh, make sure you have a few crampods. (laughs) They're covered in Marmite dust. Oh, God. (laughs) Delicious. Well, if you want to help us afford some crampons this uh, cold, cold Christmas, you can go to Streamlabs. No, you can't. It's not that one anymore, is it? No. Podiots.com. I forgot. We've changed it. That link it. does Muscle still memory. work, but yeah. It does still work. You can go to Streamlabs.com forward slash Podiots donations or just go to Podiots.com. That works too. Mm. Um, and uh, if you donate £3 or more, you get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show. You join Pod Squad. We really appreciate it. You support us in the process and you can put some sort of filthy or strange name. If it's too filthy, though, we will refund it. Nothing hateful. But if yeah. it's disgusting, that's that's okay. Uh, Mikey's <laughs> going to start us off right now. We start with the generous sideways boxcar, and they say, Hello, boys. As an introvert, this is the only podcast I enjoy listening to. Hmm. I've even, even gotten my girlfriend to say kiss kiss without knowing where it Ooh. came from. Thanks oh, for no. always bringing the weird and wonderful. Thank you, sideways boxcar. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, we continue with your boy Milo Ho Ho. Nice. Milo Ho Ho. Tongue punch Blobby's fart box. Beautiful image. Oh, no. oh, oh no. Christ. That's not very Christmassy. Um, we have the incredibly generous one vowel from Shira. Wow. And they say that's a very nice donation. Uh, yeah. To, uh, nice. Merry Christmas to you and to all of the Walrus clan. Have a fantastic break. Keys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Butterfield Christmas Party. Uh, The generous. You know it's all about Dakum. And they say, Merry Crimble, boyos. Thanks so much for all you do and all the best for a happy festive season and new year. Is there any chance you guys will meet under the mistletoe? (laughs) Just kidding. Unless, seriously, big love to you three. (laughs) Thank you. We're hoping we might all be in Newcastle at, at the same time, very briefly. Um, uh, uh, yes. we'll, we'll arrange some mistletoe and we'll have yeah. a little kiss. <laughs> Walking in a Mr. Blobby land, the generous <laughs> Sir Digby Christmas dinner. Very good. Uh, they say, wishing not only the Podiots a very Merry Christmas, but to all the pod squad who routinely make me laugh so hard I choke a little on my Christmas dinner. Big love to everyone and a happy new year. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Very much. Thank you. 
Donak, O7, Mary Jess Hughes and Moose, Lord F- Oh no, he's done German. He's 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 absolutely got me here. Oh. Lord Fro I no Lord <laughs> Fro Hangendechten Oh so close. <laughs> yeah, bang oh that was bang on pretty much. Weihnachten, I think. Oh, Weihnachten. Okay. Sorry. Their, their Christmas night. They they do not have it on Christmas Day. They have it like on Christmas Eve or earlier even. I'm not sure. Oh, it's, not, it's not very Christmas Christine, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are we to say? <laughs> Raindrop Joy and the generous as ever Stephen Scodes. And he says, Merry Crimbles, boys. Thanks for another fun year of Podiots. Been a joy to listen to all year. It's been a super tough year for me, but Podiots have helped make me smile. All the love to you, boys, and thanks for the fun times. All the best for 2023. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. Oh, thank you, thank you. Also, we have jingle tits that's nice uh, <laughs> i like it that's, that's so simple good. just very yeah. simple uh merry pudmus for f- ready uh very generous donation from my brother is a ball back who says <laughs> my little brother has been using my name freddie weber in donation <gasps> names for a year somewhere some some were good most were shit please tell him that this donation is his birthday present this is all he is getting. Mikey, Peter, and Ben calling him a ball bag. Wow. That's definitely ball bag behavior, doing identity fraud. Naughty. Yes. Freddie, you're a ball bag. No, I think Freddie is, is the, the real person. Is the... Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. The Who's a ball backfired. bag then? Freddie's uh, brother. Freddie's brother. We don't have we the just, name, though. We're just saying Freddie's brother yeah, is a ball Yeah, Freddie's brother is a ball bag. Um, one of you, one of you, uh, uh, Webbers out there. Yeah. Well, conversely, we continue with Amy Wicks is the best wife. Oh, oh that's cute. Wicks. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> uh, Festive Fleckers, who was very generous and said, Hi, boys. Thanks for a great year. Last year, I was five stone heavier, dumped by my fiance, had to move in with mum. Uh, I watched your content on repeat and reconnected with the community. I'm now happy and healthy with the most beautiful woman. You guys rock. Well, Let's that's cool, Fleckers. Oh, lovely. Congratulations, Fleckers. Thank you. Yes, congrats. And also, thank you for uh, modding for us on Discord. Yep. Yes, yes, thank you very much. Um, we've got Luminal Spoon, who was very generous and said, Hi, guys, this episode will be released on my birthday. So I thought oh. it would be good to give something back for all the laughs you've given me over lockdown, as well as getting oh. me through a terrible job I had last year. Merry Podiots and happy 2023. Well, thank Happy you for giving birthday. us 20 quid on your, <laughs> yeah. for your yes. birthday. That's not how birthdays thank work. <laughs> thank this, you. Isn't, this isn't right, but happy birthday to you. And I, I hope 2023 is good for you. Yeah, um, thank you very much um, indeed. Um, Mr. Street View visits Podiots, uh, <laughs> Santa's sweatshop, and got blobby with an elf. Hello to... Is there a message somewhere in there between those? Why is it Santa's sweatshop and... I don't know. Got Blobby with an elf, Santa Sweatshop, and Mr. Street Revisits Podiots, maybe? Are they in the wrong order? I can't see, I can't see the, the I don't get line. it. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, uh, beans. Well, never mind. Uh, got Blobby with an elf. Um, hello to my cunting daughter, which is very oh, nice. That's Merry that's Mikey Poosmus. Nice. Vidiotsofficial.com. Nice. Scott Chegg. Uh, this is Mikey, please ignore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that was a test when we were doing um, 
Was that a Thanks test? Thanks for the shout. Wait, was that me? Oh, God. Was that when you were trying to do alerts a... for the stream? Or... Oh, no. Well, thanks no, for the free shout out, to, boys. That wouldn't have come to, to the, the No, the it shouldn't have done. One. No, I did an actual paid one to check. All right, okay. <laughs> Feel free well, to delete that. Who knows? <laughs> Cheers, this is Mikey. Mikey. Please ignore. Uh, and last from me, Mr. Blobby is in my chimney. Oh, no. No. That's a Look vacuum out. seal right there. <laughs> Uh, finally, we have Mr. Macca, pooed in a Dalek at Blobbyland. <laughs> I don't know if that's what Mr. Macca did or if... You could do that to any... You words. could just call yourself that and troll the person above you, you I've realised. You really could. Yeah. Uh, Prince Beefcakes, Shrek's Xmas Amazon refund. Oh, nice. All I want for Xmas is Mr. Black. Vidiot's OnlyFans when? Is Kermit the Pog's IRL name Joe? I don't know. I don't know. Glitchy Peter says what? <laughs> Caroline, get the poster. I missed the poster. Thank oh. you. <laughs> oh no. Uh, wherefore art gutter snipe? I don't know where is gutter snipe. Yeah, it's where been is? a while. Fleckers, thank you again. Finn Tristam, Big Titty Jesus forty two, Gromit Romney, Kermit the Pog, <laughs> and Plopsy Wopsy Bum Crack Flaps. Uh, Very thank good. you. To all of our pod squaddies, really appreciate you. Go to podiots.com. Three pounds or more to get a shout out at the beginning of the show. Joe Pod Squad didn't support us. That was your final pod squad for 2022. You guys all made it in. Uh, which one was your favourite? Gromit Romney. Is, yeah, I was going to say, uh, even though it's not Christmassy. We laughed at that a lot during the stream, didn't we? I can't remember where it's from. but Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going for Jingle Tits. Jingle That's tits good, is yeah. Good. Yeah, Very solid I'm also tits. always a fan of. It's not the first time I've seen it used, uh, but Scott Chegg is always a good one. I yeah, like Scott Chegg. Great. Big fan. Mm, it's great. Uh, yeah. Well, it's time to start with a question, Peter. I believe you have them. I've got some Christmassy questions here. I'm going to go with the one uh, that seems like an obvious question, and I was sure that we must have been asked this in a previous Christmas uh, episode, but I just can't remember. And I ran it by you guys. We don't know. So I'm just going to do it. I'm going to ask it. Okay. What are you going to do? You're going to stop me? No. Um, <laughs> Hollowize at Hollowize asks. No, no, actually, Hollowize didn't ask that one. Um, that's for later. Hang on. Where is it? Ooh, Big Titty Jesus forty. Big Titty Jesus 42 uh, at Big Titty Jesus 42 asked, what's the one Christmas gift you lads always wanted, but for whatever reason, never got? Hmm. Mm. <clears throat> I'm I'm going to go for for last year's uh, my my Christmas request. Although I didn't really request it, I just hoped. Um, every year, without fail, parents buy you underpants and socks. Yeah. Not except for last year when I was desperately in need of some oh, bastards. No. Oh, <laughs> I've been, I've been I'm using like oh my god my underpants are like six years old at this point and very holy. Um, not on the Jesus way, just just the, the, mm. the gaps right underneath Mr. Sack. Oh, why did no? Oh, oh no, <laughs> Mr. Sack. <laughs> that just came out. Oh God. Why Much did, like why Mr. Sack just, does. Why would you say those <laughs> that that I order say? of words? Oh, no, that's terrible. Well, <laughs> oh, God, sorry. I thought we bumped. Oh no. Yeah, it was like I think without fail, like in my in my adult Christmases, I've been given underpants and this is the one year they hadn't and i so desperately need it so fingers crossed for this year i'll report back in the new year and see if they've delivered the goods but i'm not holding out hope they've ruined one christmas i don't believe they'll ruin another sorry dude it's all right i should just buy my own underpants but i I refuse out of principle it feels like such a boring way to spend money 
sock. Oh, there's nothing like getting a good sock shop in. Mm. I feel like Peter knows what I mean. No, I, I'm one for. <laughs> uh, I get almost all my socks, if not all of them, uh, at Christmas, and I just oh. wear them through the year if I can. I did a sock shop earlier this year. It was great. Oh, did nice. a pants shop as well. Forget Whoa. about it. Live in the high life over here. Marks and Spencer's on this boy. Whoa. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that's is right. about getting getting them as gifts as well is that sometimes because they're gifts, you know, people might splash out slightly more, get something a bit premium. Whereas if I bought my own pants and socks, I would just, you know, get... Parchment know, like paper su- underpants. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, just like almost sort of supermarket level ones if there's like a, a clothes shop attached. Whereas uh, I I wear fat face boxer briefs um, all year round because that is what mm. my mum always gets me amongst a couple of other things, which I'm very fortunate to have. So I'm counting on getting a few more, a few more boxes and a, pair, a few pairs of socks. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. I'm crossing um, my fingers for you, man. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, we'll see. If not, me and you will go do a big pants shop together. Oh, that in sounds honestly. You joke. Yeah. Sounds great. That does. We'll make, make a day of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, something that I always wanted as a child was a dog from Father Christmas. Um, oh. You know, you can't wrap one of those in a box and then tie it up in a big sock and leave it by the fireplace overnight so <laughs> did the elves not build one for you no they never built one one time it was almost more insulting uh, than not receiving one at all because usually i would just not get one and it would never be addressed and i'd be like okay i guess he doesn't deal in livestock never mind <laughs> but one year i asked for a dog and i got like a teddy puppy thing just this oh, dog that's like sits wow. I, I say it sits it didn't do anything it's just a plushie but yeah i was like maybe eight or something and i was like oh this is the dog that <laughs> this I asked is it for. huh yeah. this and is it the was, best the big man could do yeah exactly it's like is he that thick that he thought i wanted a, <laughs> an inanimate dog or is he just taking the piss oh christmas uh, stop being very nice to me so i was <laughs> I was not impressed by that, but uh, hey, I was only a child. I don't want to sound ungrateful. Um, (laughs) uh, But one thing uh, other than that, which, you know, is kind of, of course, you can't get a dog for Christmas unless you're a very lucky boy or girl, um, was there was a line of toys when I was about, I don't know, I was probably a little bit too old for them, actually. But there's a line of toys called um, Rescue Heroes. And there was like a fireman and a a policeman oh, I don't even know if there was a policeman they were all sort of rescue based so they were they kind of all had like different bits of kit you know some one of them probably had the jaws of life and one of them probably had like a fire axe and I think they might have had uh, vehicles that were all sold separately and for some reason they really appealed to me I think it was just it must have been one of those things that was advertised between kids shows on mm. TV during the day and it's like new rescue heroes coming soon each sold separately etc so um yeah, I had a a real hankering to get some. Oh, oh, look, Ben's posted a. Is that is that them? Well, they must yeah. have had a tie-in show by the looks of it. Oh, oh yeah, that's well, all them toys at the need need one. I, yeah. I, I it seems to be a Fisher Price line. Yeah, Fisher Price. There they are. There's like a scuba diving one, a sort of army man one. There are space ones. I think that is a police one on the end as well. Look, police um, officer. 
I don't want to upset you, Peter, but I I used to have the Fireman one. Oh, you bastard. I know. It was great as well. It was the best toy I ever had. I believe there's a tie-in video game as well, like a PS1 game. Oh, hell yeah. Do you want to know what the Fireman's called? (laughs) Go on. What's his name? Billy Blazes. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) That is the coolest name I've ever heard. the old reefer on his break, probably. (laughs) That's where you think all the fires start. eh? Does Billy Blaze? (laughs) Billy. Oh, Billy Blazes. Hi, Billy Blaze here with Zorbies. (laughs) Um, So I really wanted Rescue Heroes, and I never got them. Um, Oh, mate. Which was a shame. Um, I guess because... There's still time. There is still time. It's probably one of those where my parents, or I mean, Father Christmas, obviously, Father Christmas, thought yeah. it might be a bit of a slippery slope. So, you know, you can't afford to get a whole set of rescue heroes in one Christmas. But if if they were to buy me a couple, then I would probably just then spend all my pocket money or, or all of my present requests at birthdays and Christmases for the next couple of years. So they might have thought, no, no, we're not. This is the thin end of the wedge. This could get this could get costly. So, yeah, he'll want them all. He will. Mm. Yeah. Kind of that. What about you, Ben? I'm trying to find a picture. All I'm seeing is like shitty auto-generated images of the those ones you can buy on eBay where it's just they've slapped uh, an image on like a preset background to say this is what it could look like. Mm. Um, oh, I think I found it actually. I wanted in the late 90s, wrestling was really popular, right? And I didn't know anything about wrestling, but it was it was popular at school. And the big boy on campus at the time was Stone Cold Steve, the nice. bold man with the with the goat around yeah. his uh, mouth. Yes. And I asked for a Stone Cold Steve Austin bedspread, knowing nothing, no. knowing nothing about wrestling, and I didn't get it. <laughs> And I was really uh, sad that I didn't get my Stone Cold Steve Austin bedspread. But you know, as 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 I said. Uh, just a second ago, there's still I could buy one. Yeah, there's an eBay listing right now. I don't need a I don't need bedding for a double bed. It's okay. And was it a specific one you asked for? Did you see it in like the Argos catalog or something? Or I think I'm I must have done because I did used to do that thing that you guys might have done as well, which was flick through the Argos catalog when it was close to Christmas. Yeah, and for mm. some reason, Father Christmas, he would always want the the catalog number. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he made you write it in a little pencil in the in the box. Yeah. The numbers. It's really He's got bizarre. a lot of orders to get through, so he needs them organised. Yeah. I, just, I can't believe your parents didn't get you that, because that's like, imagine being a parent at Christmas, like, oh, he wants bed sheets? Great, let's fucking do it. That's, that's great. Well, I think it's just because it was wrestling, and they were like, uh, no, probably not. No. Uh, yeah. Because all they will, their only exposure to wrestling would have been whatever coverage was on the news, which is, oh, it's so violent. Mm. It's so violent. Terrible. Um, but yeah, anyway, I tell you what I want this Christmas that I know I'm not going to get. Yeah. Um, it, it's that vintage original Grimace costume that everyone's tagged us <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm yeah. looking at the eBay listing for it now. It it went for it either went for or didn't. It's finished now. I don't know if anyone actually bought it, but it was up for two thousand five hundred dollars. Oh. And uh, I've just looked at it. I'm going to paste a photo. You can see the man inside Grimace <laughs> smiling, Looks like Coco the gorilla. Oh Looks no, like Coco the gorilla. His it's so disheveled. His eyes uh, clearly used to light up, and you can see the wires. Like in. clouded over, he looks bloodshot, doesn't he? It's like all of his veins in his eyes. It's genuinely upsetting. I mean, look at look at it. Oh, uh, let me just, oh, oh. he just looks like a phantom. 
Yeah, it does have boots. There's a picture of the boots on their own because you can't really see it with the rest of the costume. Um, I'll read you the... Oh, wow. It's in all caps. I'll read you the description. Mm-hmm. Vintage, huge, original purple Grimace costume. Grimace is a McDonald Land character from the 1970s. No McDonald Land? Wait, is that a thing? McDonald Land. I think that's where all the McDonald's friends lived. Oh. Right. Like the Hamburglar and stuff. Uh, no make a name or label requires tall person to wear it. <laughs> uh, mouth is 10 inches wide by 5 inches high. Eyes are 4 inches wide by 5 inches high. This Grimace costume may have been worn by an employee. Uh, right. The costume is 6 feet tall. Uh, it's 4 feet in diameter. That's Jesus, wide. What a unit. May um, have been worn by an employee. Look at the state of it. It's had again it's had considerable <laughs> use. use there's no way that's not been worn uh costume includes matching booties oh says, fair condition couple holes near the left armpit uh there's loads of other stuff as well but i want to show you a photo from inside the grimace suit oh which you is never see inside the grimace it's suit. really scary it looks like it looks like someone's taken a photo from inside a crashed cargo plane uh, here is what the inside of Grimace is. Oh God! Looks. <laughs> Full what? of like harnesses it's just, and straps. It literally looks like a plane crash. Wow. Just pulleys. <laughs> it's really upsetting. Um, the listing has now finished. I don't think anyone bought it. It's very sad. We don't have. We have Dave Benson Phillips considerably used toilet seat money, but we don't have vintage original Grimace costume money. Unfortunately, Sadly. no. Dolph. No, uh, one of these days, though, maybe. We asked nicely. Yeah. Well, thanks, Father guys. Christmas. Come on, come through. If um, if you don't get that this year, Ben, uh, then next year, when we ask the same question, potentially for the third time running, um, mm-hmm. you can say, I never got my Grimace last year. I never oh. got my Grimace. Hey, where's my Grimace? Dude, Dude where's my where's Grimace? Grimace? Dude, nice. where is my Grimace, please? <laughs> Who would like to do their thing? I'm happy to do mine thing. Go on then, Michael. Go, Mikey. Um, so I brought a little bit of Christmas culture from outside of England. We're travelling to Iceland to learn with what perils those poor children had to put up with. Oh, I saw a tweet today with one aspect that might uh, might feature. Just I'll, be, I'll be honest, I was Googling around and I was like, oh, traditions are all kind of a bit serious and blah, 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 blah. Mm. It was just the name of the oh. characters in this tradition instantly sold me on it without even reading anything more into it. So, okay. Uh, so if you giggled as much as I do when I, when I, when I say the name, kids everywhere know the story of Santa Claus, the jolly fat man who flies all around the world in a reindeer drawn sleigh delivering presents. But what if Santa wasn't such a nice guy? What if he played pranks on bad kids and even stole from the houses he visited? <laughs> oh. And what if he wasn't just one man visiting for one night, but a pack of 13 unruly brothers who camped out in your home causing trouble for weeks. Well, that's just what kids in Iceland had to deal with every winter when the Yule lads pay their annual oh, visit. It's the Yule lads, lads. lads. The Yule lads, lads. yeah. <laughs> Instantly, I was enamoured with that. It's such a good name. But who are the Yule lads? Imagine Santa's shorter, grubbier, troll-making cousins and you won't be far off. The Yule Lads first appeared in Icelandic folklore in the 1600s. So these are like old brothers. These are old boys at this point. And they are the sons. There's a lot of Swedish names in this. 
I'm going to try my best, but I do have the English translations at hand, but I'm going to struggle through the proper names first. But the first one is Greela, which isn't too hard to say. Uh, she's the mother of the lads, a fierce and troll lady with a reputation for snatching naughty children. Originally, the 13 men were, were used to scare children into behaving at Christmas time. Folks said that the Yule lads would throw disobedient kids in a sack and deliver them to their troll parents to be gobbled no. up. No. Oh, terrible. Before we get into the lads themselves, let's learn a little bit about their mother, Greela. The fearsome Greela. This giantess is one of the most evil figures of Icelandic folklore, and horror stories about her are still told to children over the festive season. Throughout the year, it is said that she collects whispers about children about around the island misbehaving. I don't know what that means. What does it mean to collect a whisper? <laughs> I looked over that several times. Their soul. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah that's it. It sounds ooh. pretty dark, whatever it is. Yeah. And when winter sets in, she sets out to gather them. Her appetite for the flesh of naughty youths is insatiable, and each year she finds no shortage of her favourite crop. Collecting them up in a sack, she then cooks them in a pot and turns them into a giant stew that will sustain her until the next year. No. But Greela is my favourite bit. Greela was such a terrifying image to children that in the 18th century, the Parliament of Iceland outlawed the use of her legend as a scare tactic. Oh, God. oh wow. The, the government took measures to stop it. Um, children after that were no longer threatened with being dis devoured and were instead given rotten potatoes in their shoes if they mis if they misbehaved. <laughs> like to think there was a there's a governmental committee, um, right? Well, what can we replace this horrible witch Greeley with? And they spent all day deliberating and decided on rotten potatoes in your shoes. Rotten potatoes, yeah, that seems fair. But Greeley would be terrible enough if she worked alone. This is this is the, the extended universe of Greeley is massive. Not even just the lads, but she had. <laughs> A scary cat that worked no. with her. See, this is the thing I saw today on Twitter. Yeah, the scary oh, cat. This is a mere footnote in, in the lad's story, sadly. It is, isn't it? <laughs> she, she shares her mountain cave in North Iceland with an enormous black feline called the Christmas cat. Very, very well named. Which also has an appetite for human flesh. The Christmas cat, however, does not just seek out those who have misbehaved. It happily preys on any child that did not get new clothes to wear for Christmas. Mm. Rude. The story that the Christmas cat ate children who did not, get, did not get new clothes for Christmas as a gift was likely created to ensure that everyone finished their weaving, knitting and sewing by the dead of winter. Right, that's the that's the 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 the, 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 the backstory of the lads. Now let's okay. get into the lads themselves. Right. We start with, oh dear... Steck Jastor, um, but in English that translate, translates to Sheep Coat Clod, which still makes very little sense. The first of the Yule lads to leave the mountains to stir up trouble across Iceland was Steck Jastor, oh or Sheep Coat Clod. His modus operandi was to harass the, the sheep of any household he came across. I quite like this, just the mental image of someone harassing sheep. You go, ah, boo, ah. <laughs> Icelanders would usually keep their sheep underground in the winter months. So when the sounds of their tormented bleating would echo up into the house, it was a sign that he had found them. Such a sound, though common in the winter months, with storms regularly harassing the flock, became even more ominous, particularly considering that sheep were the lifeblood of every farmstead. In spite of being a fearsome troll, his stiff legs impaired his ability to move. So the best thing to do when hearing him rile up your animals was just simply to wait it out and wait for him to move on to the next flock of sheep as he had to navigate the whole country and harass every sheep on the island. Of course. Of course, of course. 
Yule lad number two, Gilliger, or Gully Gork, was the second Icelandic Yule lad to arrive in human settlements. Mm. Hiding in the gullies around a house, waiting until its residents have fallen asleep, his method of troublemaking was to break into the cow shed and steal any milk available. No. In doing so, he robbed families of the key ingredient in the sauces meant to be enjoyed over the festive season, not to uh, mention the traditional skier. Uh, there's... This one doesn't sound too bad until you look at the image that accompanied the article that I got this from. Um, and what oh, kind of- no. oh, my God. You've got to imagine that this, this, is, this goes back to the frequently asked question of who was the first person to discover you could drink cow's milk. <laughs> and it has gawk. to have been like that. <laughs> he is suckling uh, at the cow's teat. For those listening, um, it is... For lack of better words, a, a man 69ing a horse. A ca- horse? A, a cow? Horse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a, man a sucking cheese off horse. A horse. Yes. Horse. Indeed. No. So if that's that's a hell of a mental image, enjoy that. That's horrible. We're not posting that. That'll get us no. taken. <laughs> it's too, too vulgar. The third Yule lad, Stufa, or Stubby, became a nuisance throughout Iceland at Christmas by stealing the household pans for the delicious crust that remained not, upon them. Not the pans. <laughs> I was going to eat cr- that crust. The Christmas crust. It's the best kind. <laughs> Very crustless. <laughs> While this may not seem like a terrible crime, historically, pots and pans were incredibly valuable in Iceland. The country had no iron reserves or mining industry of its own, and such goods had to be imported and were very expensive. For some impoverished families, they were the only possessions worth anything that they had. Stubby, you bastard. Leave him alone. (laughs) Ah, all right. Ooh. Theorvus Licker, I'm going to say it. The fourth Yule lad is known in English as Spoon Licker. (laughs) No. Cute. This Christmas troll set out on his nationwide tour of mischief to break into the homes of Icelanders and lick the spoons of households in the hope of a morsel to eat. His behaviour was a result of his strange build. He was grotesquely thin from malnutrition, unusual amongst trolls who were most often depicted as overweight and muscular beasts. The lesson to be learned from Spoonlicker's behaviour is less apparent than with many others, many of the other Yule lads, although it was perhaps as simple as ensuring children cleaned their cutlery. That would definitely persuade me into clean my cutlery if some random lad's going to break in and lick me spoons. Oh, God, yeah. please don't lick my spoons. <laughs> Not the spoons. It's so weird. <laughs> Potter Skeffel, known in English as Pot Scraper, is like many of his brothers in that his Christmas hijinks are gluttonous. Breaking into one home after another, he seeks out pots of sauce, chunks of roast meat left on the tray, saucepan, saucepans of seasonal vegetables and scours anything left over to eat so yeah, he's a lesson to clean up your plate finish your food in winter you know you've got to savor every little bite you can before you have to go harvest another animal christ make sure you clean your spoon wash your pans eat the crust it's all, it's all going so many instructions I know I've said earlier, but um, so like this is like the twelve days of Christmas. So like every day in the twelve days leading up, one of these lads would appear. Um, right. So yeah, it's definitely keeping on your toes with a, with a fucking uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Like a maze, but with physical activity. A oh, a, a, a maze, but an a, assault course. A assault course of, oh, okay. of delights. That'll do. Yes, a physical maze. There we go. I like it. <laughs> Also on the hunt for an easy morsel was the sixth brother, uh, Asker Sleeker, although his antics were perhaps the creepiest thus far. His name in English is 
ball licker. Lots of licking. It's, 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 mm. it's a lot of licking. licking stuff, man. <laughs> he has a reputation for slurping the remains of whatever is left in balls, or rather of an asker, which is the Icelandic type of ball carved, carved with a lid. Uh, but the way he does it is rather nightmarish. Each night, Asker Leska would quite literally lay beneath a child's bed waiting for them to finish their nighttime soup or pudding. When they are satisfied, he will readily snatch up the remaining food to guzzle down himself, perhaps Ooh. created to, to get children to go to sleep when asked or not to indulge in a midnight snack. Mm. Literal monster under your bed there. Yeah. Uh, Herdeskeller, which in English means door slammer. <laughs> <laughs> And as this Yule lad embarks on his 13-day journey over the festive season, it's all he intends to do. Until the end of the month, he would sneak from home to home, reaching the furthest ends of Westfjords and to the bustling centre of Reykjavik? That's how you pronounce it, isn't it? Reykjavik. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Let's go. To break in and bang as many doors as he could in order to wake those sleeping inside. Um, I don't really really know what the point of this one is. He's just a nuisance. (laughs) Yeah. This uh, uh Oh wait, no, I spoiled his name. I keep I put headlines in, but I'm not supposed to spoil the names. Well, you've had a spoiler there. The meals leading up to Christmas are, without a doubt, some of the best of the year. Warning can indulge in a perfectly cooked poultry, nut roasts, mince pies, gingerbread men, cinnamon rolls, and all manner of other treats. Mm, making me hungry. Yeah, oh, I know. I want to, oh yeah, I want a big gingerbread man. This season in Iceland, roast. however. Oh, Bloody nut roast. This season in Iceland, however, one dish deserves an extra special mention. The delicious and creamy skier. I've closed my tab. (laughs) (laughs) This healthy, tasty, traditional dairy product can can fairly be described as one of Iceland's true delicacies, especially when compared to the likes of Sir Stroming, uh, your fermented shark. Uh, in terms of Icelandic Christmas folklore, however, people were not the only ones craving skir at this time of year. It was also the favourite meal of the 8th Icelandic Yule lad, skirgimmer, or the skir gobbler. Oh, no. Okay. Smoking right. meat. <laughs> Sorry, I keep... I'm just... I'm moving around and I plug my headphones. Help, it's all gone wrong, Gromit. <laughs> Gromit. Gromit, help. Smoking meat <laughs> is one of the favourite cooking methods in Iceland. Smoked fish and lamb are popular, popular throughout the year, as well as smoked sausages, known in Iceland as oh. buga. Oh, On the buga. night of the 20th... Twen- buga, give me, give me a link of that blue buga. From the night of the 20th, however, vigilance was required when preparing the buga. It was, only piece of, it was the only piece of food that the ninth Yule lad, Bugenskreker or the sausage snatcher wanted to get his grubby hands on. Get away from me, sausage snatcher. That sounds wrong. (laughs) He had the perfect way of stealing his Icelandic delicacy. It was said that he would break into homes and hide in the rafters, waiting for dinner to be cooked before swooping from above to snatch them. Uh, What what have you sent? Burger? I tried to search (laughs) Buger, but the order suggest on Google was, oh, did you mean Booger King? (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe the Buger King logo. Uh, Vuga. There you go. That's how you pin it. Oh, with a J. Okay. Yeah, of course, of course. The tenth Yule lad to descend from over the festive season was... Oh, this has got a lot of Gs in it. That's the most Gs I've ever seen in a word. Glugagagir. 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 I'm going to put this in here. Do you have any better guess? It just looks like a a cacophony of circles. Glugagagir. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe a G or in the middle. Glugagagir or something. Glugagagir. Yeah. That's something like that. 
or in English, you can call him Window Peeper. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Considering the darkness of Iceland's winters, there are only four hours of sunlight a day around Christmas. It takes little imagination to picture the fear children must have felt passing the windows of their homes on Christmas nights, terrified that this fearsome troll was looking in upon them. Like several of the other characters mentioned above, it seems like Luke Gagir's <laughs> chilling behaviour was designed as a way to scare children from going outside in the dark winters. Uh, it's also a reminder that the child-eating Grilla had eyes across the country looking out for miscreants. <laughs> oh, Gatilithur, I'm going to say, or Doorway Sniffer. If you want, oh, if God, you want that's to get the worst one. Stop <laughs> why are they sniffing all just my doing, doorway. Why are they all doing inherently weird, arrestable things? <laughs> what a gang of sniffers and lickers they are. Oh, no. Yeah. It may have come into folklore uh, due to the whistling breaths of the wind creeping through Iceland's drafty turf houses. Similar to Window Peeper and Door Slammer, the idea of him creeping into a home to cause mayhem haunted the nightmares of Iceland's children. This was exacerbated by the fact that Gatafir was renowned for his enormous nose, of course, massive even for his kind. The reason for his sniffing was also nefarious. Well, of course it is. No one's got a good reason to sniff around your house. <laughs> He was forever seeking out his favourite meal, the Icelandic delicacy of laufa bread or leaf bread. This delicious treat is only baked during Christmas time and, time, and making it is often a cherished family affair, especially in the north. He would often steal their laufa bread before they could impress a single guest with it. What a bastard. Oh, oh, come on. Christmas culinary traditions vary significantly between Iceland, uh, between families. But there is one common central feature to most festive feasts, and that's the meat. <laughs> In Icelandic folklore, however, this was the target of feathery from the twelfth and penultimate Yule Lad, Ketkrukur, or Meat Hook. Ooh, best, na oh, best name in a lot of them. That's like a wrestler hook. name. Cat Cooker. I prefer his Icelandic name. Cat Cooker, yeah. <laughs> Lurking wherever he had access to a kitchen, he would lay in wait for the meat of any dish to be slapped onto the counter. As soon as he could avoid capture, he'd pull out his long hook and snag himself the centerpiece of a family meal. Ooh. Oh, dear. And unlike his brother, uh, the sausage snatcher, he would just go for any meat at all. He wasn't fussy. <laughs> and the final Yule Lad is Curtis Snicker, whose name translates to Candle Stealer or Candle Beggar. He emerges on Christmas Eve in Iceland. Like his 12 brothers, his name is self-explanatory, although the consequences of his hijinks were more troublesome than they may appear. In the past, candles were incredibly valuable in Iceland, providing light throughout the winter darkness. As noted, this lasts about 20 hours all day over uh, 20 hours a day over Christmas. Candles were also only available were also the only available tool for Icelanders to enjoy their historically favorite pastime of reading, isn't that cute? Oh. And over Christmas in Iceland, everyone getting together to read is an old tradition. This custom makes uh, Curtis Snicker's antics all the more troublesome. His intent was not even to use the candles to enjoy novels and poetry. What a deviant. Instead, he only sought to munch on the tallow that the candles were made from. No. What a monster. And to get as much of this tallow as possible, he made, he made sure he took it from the easiest target targets in a household, the children, by following them to their bedrooms or reading nooks and rubbing it straight from their hands. Uh, and today, now that the Yule lads are more family friendly, they've been toned down over the years and tend to give more than they steal. 
Curtisnicker uh, is the last Yule lad to give presents to Icelandic children before Christmas, and his gift to well-behaved children today is most often a candle. So that's Aww. cute. He's, he's giving back to the community now after years of stealing. That's nice. He's reformed. Yeah. Mm. Good, good job, good job. Mm-hmm. And that is your lot. That's your twelve lads. So watch out. Keep, keep, keep your, keep your. Oh, I always call them horses again. Keep your cows inside. <laughs> Someone's going to be keep giving your cheese a, a horses little... indoors. <laughs> cheese horses. Oh. Yeah. Otherwise, a little man might come and lick their nip nips. You could have said that any other way. I could have, but I didn't. <laughs> and remember to eat your pan crusts. Yes. Don't let it go to waste. Oh, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? Oh, what's the best game where you play a dead guy? Hey, you'll find out on DJ Two Five Seven's podcast. Looks boring. What are you on about? All of their games—they look boring. It doesn't look boring. It looks like you're an assassin on the Isle of Man, but it doesn't have the kind of wow. The steampunk. Quail-based economy is incredible. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> VG247's Best Games Ever podcast is ostensibly a show about figuring out what the best game in a weirdly specific category is, but it's actually just about petty arguments. You should listen to it. It's good. Is that it? That's the whole promo? Uh, yeah, it was just doing And that's supposed to make people subscribe, is it? Yes. Okay, good luck with that. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Well, um, that was wonderful, Michael. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you, Michael. Um, it's time for another thing here. Uh, a thing? We've got... A, sorry, a question is what oh, I meant. God, my heart. Oh, qu- questions are things. I mean, everything's a thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you want to get serious about this. Isn't it? <laughs> um, we've got a question from... Uh, let's go with Hollowise, who says, Do you have any anecdotes about meeting Santa or a loved one meeting them? Thank you, Hollowise. Yes. Oh, my God, I do. When I was visiting my grandparents, um, my my grandfather used to lecture at Hong Kong University. Mm -hmm. And they used to live in Hong Kong uh, in the 90s. And I, uh, me and my cousin and my mum and dad and his mum went over there uh, one Christmas, actually. And I, I can't remember which year. It would have been like maybe 96, 95. And, uh... My dad dressed up. He he obviously he called Father Christmas ahead of time, mm-hmm. and uh, he got it all he got it all squared away with the big man. And he dressed up as Father Christmas, and he went up on the roof of the sort of block of flats that my grandparents lived in, and waved at all the children down <gasps> below. Oh my god! And then he came down and met them all, and I got to meet Father Christmas, I who I thought was Father Christmas, but it was actually my dad pulling double duty. Oh. As wow. as uh, big jolly Saint Nick. Oh, that's lovely. It's kind of amazing. Right, yeah. yeah. Are you telling me Santa impersonation is a real thing? Is like a common thing? Because I've got a Santa so, impersonation story as well. Oh, well, wow. that's the thing. Santa impersonation is a real thing, but fa- the important thing to remember here is Father Christmas is real. Yeah. But it's because um, he's so busy in the lead up to Christmas that you, so you busy. get people impersonating him in mm. shopping malls and things. So. Exactly. Okay. So okay. there are somewhere in my parents' house, photos of Father Christmas on the roof of this uh, apartment <laughs> building while loads of cheering kids are down below <laughs> outside. Like, it's him, he's here, he came. Oh, cute. What's your story, Mikey? That's a lovely story, Ben. Thank you. Uh, once Thank in, you. in primary school, I think it was like every Christmas, um, Santa would come pay us a visit and hand out a few toys. It was, I was, it was always really upsetting because he had like five toys to share between a hundred oh, children. No. He just choose them at random. So it was always a heartbreaking affair, but Santa knows best. I'm going to trust his ways. But, um, 
yeah, this has turned out to be an imposter because when I was work, uh, walking back to class, um, I stumbled across Santa hatless and beardless, and it was just the school janitor. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Moonlighting as oh, no. Santa. <laughs> Did your universe crumble before your eyes? A little bit. I, was, <laughs> I, just, oh, I don't know. I think I was old enough to know. Well, no, 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 I'm not saying anything because Santa's real. Santa's very real. No, it didn't crumble. It, well, I think I was crushed enough from not getting a present. To a point where I think I asked my dad that night if, like, he could talk to the school and see about getting me a present from Santa. From <laughs> I was very upset. <laughs> I was a spoiled brat. I was terrible as a kid. <laughs> oh, Michael. Oh, what a shame. I've almost got an inverse to that story um, in that at my school, um, I remember in we were in, like, maybe year four or something. It was around the sort of age where a lot of kids know at that point that maybe... Maybe there, there might not be such thing as Santa. I don't know. I don't want to go that no. far. Maybe. Just maybe. Um, whereas some kids perhaps still are keeping the faith. Um, and, you know, it, it sort of varies as well, depending on whether you have, like, younger siblings or older siblings. And there's, you know, it's at that at that grey area where we were all starting to, like, ask Question questions and have conversations. <laughs> yeah, debate the, uh, the matter. And... Um, <laughs> There was in every class, wasn't there? There was that pathological liar who <laughs> would just always come out with the most ridiculous crap, especially I think in later years. As you get older, they start to say that like they're related to Steven Spielberg or like, you know, oh, I'm, <laughs> well, tomorrow my dad is taking me to Microsoft to play the Xbox 720, um, you know, stuff like that. So um, we were all having this chat and. Some of the kids were saying, uh, Santa's not real. I think you'll find that Santa's not real. He's It's made up and it's your parents who come and do it. So there. What? And there was this girl who said, well, no, that's not true, actually, because me and my sister, one year, uh, we got a video camera and we put it, we switched it on and left it inside our stocking. And when we watched it in the morning, <laughs> we heard the sleigh bells and the hooves of the reindeer and then a hand reached into the stocking with like a red <gasps> jacket and a glove on and he put the presents oh in. God. So wow. I think you'll find that I, we've got the video evidence to say he's real. Um, <laughs> and I just remember thinking at the time, like, at least if you'd said about the hand, like maybe, maybe, you know, your parents had gone the whole hog and dressed up just in case you came downstairs <laughs> or something. But, like, we heard the reindeer on the roof. <laughs> I was just incredulous. Um, I wasn't even... I was trying to, like... Because I feel bad when people learn difficult truths, let's say. Um, yes. I'm not going to specify what difficult truths. So I wasn't even on team Santa's not real. I was going, well, yeah, you never know. It could be. I don't know. What do I know? I've, I've been told he's real. And where did the presents come from? But uh, when I heard that, I was like, no, no, that didn't happen. You did not. You did not catch a, a gloved hand reaching into your <laughs> stocking. I love that though. The commitment. Mm. While as we've matured, we've all entered uh, sort of. Uh, I was going to say adult relationships with Santa. That's not what I mean. You know, we've we've all come to. We've all to had sex with Father Christmas. We've all. Saying. We've all fellated Santa Claus, yeah, and that's just how it goes. But we've all milked I, I Santa. I remember just, just 
<laughs> I just remember the magic. You know, it was yeah. so magical. Like it yeah. was so real. Mm. It's it's uh, yeah, it was it was incredible. And so yeah, power to those kids. I hope they still believe. As yeah, now. <laughs> we've got the video. Why won't anyone believe us? <laughs> <laughs> they should put it on YouTube. Imagine yeah. the hits. Would... Yeah, come on, do it. <laughs> Not clickbait. Santa is real. <laughs> <laughs> amazing well uh it's time for a thing ben do you want to go next or do you want to go last i would i would love to go next if that's okay please do um can you go oh can you guys smell that what it smells like what is that it smells like an onion sage and onion stuffing for your turn it's not sage and onion it is uh <laughs> reddit forward slash not the sage and onion uh, or is it <laughs> right what? hello uh, we're doing we're doing a christmas not the onion here i searched the not the onion subreddit for christmas and i've not discriminated based on year so i will Ooh. for clarification's sake provide the the year or the, or the date i suppose that these uh, these articles were or weren't published i have got a selection 5 of uh, headlines for you and you have to decide if they are real news stories or if they are from satirical news website the onion are you guys ready yes i will read them first and then i will go back through them and you can say yes or no on all of them first up man arrested for choking driver who wouldn't stop singing christmas carols (laughs) okay swat negotiator ends standoff by singing white christmas British public thinks Father Christmas would have voted to remain in the EU. (laughs) Radio DJ plays Wham's Last Christmas 24 times in a row after barricading himself in studio. Okay. And South Korea plans to put up a Christmas tree. North Korea has threatened to bomb it. Wow. (laughs) So we'll start with the first one. Man arrested for choking driver who wouldn't stop singing Christmas carols. Is it real or is it onion? I'm going to say real. Yeah, I'm picturing like someone on the coach home for Christmas and the driver's trying to bring some festive cheer and singing the whole way. This man just had it. Doesn't, it's a big wrench. So I'm going to say true as well. Mm -hmm. It is true. This is from CBS News. And uh, note the date here, the uh, 8th of March, 2019. (laughs) Oh dear. Well, I mean, more power to him, to be honest. It was around 9am Monday when a state trooper was waved down and told about a possible medical emergency on Route 28 just before the Exit 13 on-ramp. Heading... Oh, God, this is a lot of information about where it is. (laughs) When he got to the scene, investigators said the trooper spotted a Chrysler Town, right? And, oh, Chrysler Town and Country minivan parked on the shoulder and two men on the other side of the guardrail. When the state trooper tried to handcuff Lucas, he said Lucas wouldn't listen. And after several verbal commands, he ended up having to sweep Lucas's legs out uh, from under him to gain control of the situation. The victim told the trooper he was singing Christmas songs. So the victim said Lucas tried to choke him to make him stop singing. Good. It's not funny. It's not funny. That's it's not. No, oh, but it, no. that's also don't be singing Christmas songs in March. What are you doing? No, don't be doing no, that. That's wrong. Uh, SWAT negotiator ends standoff by singing White Christmas. Mm. I can kind of almost picture this being true, but I'm just trying to think if there's some kind of twist to it that would be a kind of satirical gag. But I'll, I'm going to... Well, Mikey, you go first this time. I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it's false. Okay. Well, I'll say true then. It is true. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. This is from uh, 6ABC news.com from the 27th of december 2018 
A police standoff in Chester County ended on Wednesday after a SWAT negotiator sang a Christmas carol. Authorities say 34-year-old Nathaniel Lewis barricaded himself inside a home on the three... A lot of information about where it is. Uh, Tuesday night... Police were called to the scene from a concerned family member who said Lewis was in the process of separating from his wife and was behaving erratically. Chester County District Attorney Tom Hogan says a SWAT negotiator eventually talked the man into surrendering nine hours later by singing White Christmas. Wow. Which is a lovely oh. ending to a, to a bad situation. That's a, that's a real gamble. Like, I could make things way worse. If I, mean, these, I mean, it's got to be tough to be a negotiator, but you've you got to go with your gut, I suppose. Yeah, true, and true. It worked in that instance. Uh, British public thinks Father Christmas would have voted to remain in the EU. <laughs> oh. uh, that's got to be satire, right? I think. Oh, I'm I'm saying this is very real. I don't, I don't, I'm picturing some kind of jokey festive YouGov poll. Right. Like, what do you think Santa would have done? I mean, yeah, just think maybe. of the paperwork he's had to do now. Bless yeah. him. I'll stick with I'll stick with onion, but I can see your reasoning. It is real, and Michael Johnson is more accurate than he thinks. This is from Yahoo.com from the 21st of December 2016. Santa is no little Laplander and would have voted to remain in the EU, according to the British public. A YouGov survey (laughs) found that 63% of Britons think that Father Christmas would have backed staying in the European Union rather than Brexit. 38% 38% uh, though said he would have been a full-on Brexiteer with the rest undecided. Uh, the survey also found that Santa would shun the major parties and vote green in a general election. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I can see it, that, it, yeah. It does offer some, some clarification, which is very helpful. A little bit of commentary here. Staying in the EU would make sense for Father Christmas as he can benefit from unlimited border controls on the night of December 24th and his sack of toys, let alone his huge number of elf workers, might rely on access to Brussels' single market. (laughs) Wow, beautiful. (laughs) Never have I heard anything less Christmassy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Radio DJ plays Wham's last Christmas 24 times in a row after barricading himself in studio. Oh, uh... I don't know. I it's the barricading in the studio that sends us over the edge. I could see someone doing this, but to to the point of blocking anyone from stopping it. I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> gonna go on yon. Last Christmas. Would anyone want to play Last Christmas that many times? I mean, it's one of those songs that I'm not so into. I'm gonna say, uh, yeah, I think it's the Onion. That's why I'm getting in it. It's real. Ooh. Uh, Independent.com. 21st of December 2015 a radio host was so determined to get listeners in the festive spirit he barricaded himself in a studio to play Wham's Last Christmas on repeat 24 times Terrible. Joe Kohlhofer began his 8am drive time show in Austria's Antenne Corinthia station by blockading the door to the station with a wooden chair wow. and telling his co-host he would be presenting on his own. <laughs> Patricia Jordan could apparently only watch through the glass partition as Cole Hoffer took calls from listeners begging him to stop playing the song, which was put on loop for almost two hours. Oh, oh no. God. Uh, I mean, change the flipping station. Don't call yeah. in and beg him to stop. <laughs> Just, just imagine like there's police outside trying to break down the door and say, like, oh, God, stop playing the fucking song. Try and stop me, fuckers. <laughs> and finally, we have South Korea plans to put up a Christmas tree. North Korea has threatened to bomb it. That's got to be the onion, right? Oh, I'm, I'm thinking that's true. I, I just sounds so on brand. You mean they threatened to bomb specifically the tree? Not- specifically the tree, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
It's a clean sweep. It's a real one. Wow. This is from Slate.com from the 2nd of December 2014. On Tuesday, the South Korean defense minister gave the go-ahead to a Christian group to build and light a 30-foot Christmas tree-like structure on top of a hill near the North Korean border. Seems pretty innocuous. It's not like a 30-foot tree is visible from outer space. The only problem, North Korea isn't that into Christians at all. In fact, in the past, Pyongyang, which views religion as a threat to its leadership cult, issued frequent objections against the tree, calling it a tool for psychological warfare right. and threatened to fire artillery at it. Jesus Christ. Yes, that's the tool for psychological uh, thing, not 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 the missiles you're pointing at the tree. Wow. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, but there we are. Those. That's my thing. Those are all real stories from the past... Oh, how many years eight years sheesh nearly wow. nearly nine years yeah wow. well thank you very much ben You're um on the you. subject of that penultimate one we've got a question here from uh jareth button at emo underscore hawk on twitter who says merry crimbles it's the festive season yet again my dudes and it's another year of hearing the same old songs on loop day in day out <laughs> are there any christmas songs you'd banish to the shadow realm just so you don't have to hear it anymore. Mine would be Ooh. Fairy Tale in New York, says Jared. Oh. Um, oh, okay. I, I, I like that song. I think it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it sounds like old and festive. That's, that's one of the good ones. Yeah. It's got a slur in it. I've yeah, got a slur around in it. that. Yeah. It's a, um, it's I, a different uh, time. It's fine. Ugh. Yeah, I it noticed, was from a different time. <laughs> I noticed also recently that. Um, oh, hang on. Which. Uh, war, war is over. Uh, whichever one that is, you know the one. Uh, um, that's so so this is Christmas. Christmas. That one. Uh, okay. That one has a very inappropriate uh, line in it, which is meant to be. It? It's meant really? to be feel good and and friendly and well meant, but it's not. I'm going to get the exact wording up because I do oh, not. Oh no, want Peter! Don't do, no. <laughs> Hail and well meant. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, oh, what about Jesus. you guys? While I while I pull up this, um, um, is I it could... the Leona Lewis song? The I think that's Leona. Yeah, five more something till I turn. I don't really rate that one at all. No, that's a more recent one. I feel like it's a rule that all Christmas, all good Christmas songs, like were made before the nineties, and anything after that just been inherently crap. Uh, excuse me, the darkness. Thank uh, you. Yeah. yeah. Don't no, let I'm the not... bell end, Michael. Don't <laughs> let the bell end. Wait, I wait. Is that what he means? Wait. No, he I mean did. he says it, but it's not the intention. But it's probably also a double oh, entendre. God, how rude! It's don't let the bells end. It is <laughs> don't let the bells end. But the only only way to say it is bell end. Don't let sure. the bell end. Christmas time. Um, don't let the dick. <laughs> Right. Uh, um, uh, oh, go on, Peter. Oh, we got we got clarification. Verbatim. Uh, so this is John Lennon and Yoko Ono singing uh, "Happy Christmas, War Is Over." Uh, later on, the second verse is uh, so. So this is Christmas for we come for strong, the rich and the poor ones. The road is so long and so happy Christmas for black and for white. That's fine for yellow and red ones. Ooh. Oh, let's nice. stop Ooh. all the fight. That's not okay. John, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, mm. 
not oh. not good at all. Oh uh, yeah, I've never noticed that before. No, but everyone complains about Fairy Tale of New York, which I mean, fair enough. It's got a slur in it. I'm not saying it hasn't. But <laughs> it's not great. Let's also have a go at John Lennon. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, he can't even defend himself. Sure, no, John's exactly. dead. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Uh, there's more than one Christmas song that is now sort of dated and inappropriate, um, despite yeah. the message behind it being well-meant, well-meaning. Well, well, you've got to make the Yuletide linear as well. We can't forget that. Yes, (laughs) Yes, that's right. I've I've Um, always hated that song. It's so somber and... Okra's song's supposed to be a little bit like low energy. Well, not all of them, but a little bit dark. But that one's just... It's just so draining. It's gross. Mm. Uh, I really don't like um, from John Lennon to Paul McCartney. I don't like Paul McCartney's one, simply having... A wonderful Christmas time. Oh, I don't know if that's what it's called. The moon is bright. I, I the moon is bright. Yeah, oh, so good. The moon is bright. <laughs> and I, the thing that bothers me the most is not just the rubbish lyrics, but it's the someone just punching a bad synthy keyboard in the background. I was literally about to say the synth's the best bit of that thing. It's blum, so good. Blum, blum, blum. Have it's you awful. have you seen the theory on Twitter that that. It it essentially describes some sort some kind of like um, midnight Wiccan ritual that keeps being interrupted. Right. Uh, <laughs> let me get the lyrics up while Mikey says his. I'm I'm gonna. I don't know why. I've just never bloody liked it. As uh, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Oh, all right. Just, yeah. I just oh, it's always irked me. I mean, not not the kissing. It's just I just don't like it as a song. It's structure. Fuck you, Michael Jackson. Terrible, terrible song. Mm-hmm. And the other Jacksons. I was I was quickly trying to rack my brains, trying to find like Christmas songs. I suddenly went blank. It turns out the Cheeky Girls did a did a Christmas song <laughs> titled they... "Have a Cheeky Christmas." Yeah, of course, that's what it was called. Yeah, they had one. That. They had one shtick. We've got Dave. They've got Cheeky. It's <laughs> simple as. Yeah. Oh dear. Uh, okay, so we've got the mood is right. The spirits up. We're here tonight, and that's enough. And then they get interrupted. Simply having a wonderful Christmas. So is that what they sing when someone catches them? They're like, oh, no, we're just having a... No, no, no. (laughs) Just simply having a wonderful Christmas time. And then it gets a bit more tenuous as it goes on. But there is also the verse, the word is out about the town to lift a glass. Oh, and don't look down, which is weird. Right. Uh, The party's on, the spirit's up, we're here tonight, and that's it. Well, it's just repeat. Yeah, it is shit, isn't it, actually? (laughs) It's all just, it says verse five, but it's the same as four and one, so I don't really. (laughs) Anyway, there was a viral tweet the other year that was was Uh, like, oh, yeah. It sounds like they're doing some sort of ritual and they keep getting interrupted. I like it. That's good. Uh, Well, that's it. We've all answered, which is very good. Mm. So they're all banished forever. Um, I've got a thing here. I've got two Christmassy stories from the Daily Mirror weird news section. Um, I was just going to bring one along and then in the related stories, I saw another and I was like, I've got to do both. I've got to quickly squeeze them in. So we've got some Christmas news here. Um, Freddie Bennett wrote this first one. Mum's elf on a shelf warning after Toy's face was, quote, cremated sparking fears of house fire. <laughs> oh, oh, God. There is a photo. Um, oh, no. God. Uh, subheading, after he- hearing her boyfriend racing upstairs saying that something was on fire, mum, Max Oliver, eventually found the elf toy that was unrecognisable. 
<laughs> Here we go then. With Christmas fast approaching, parents up and down the country have been busy getting their kids into the festive spirit by taking part in Elf on the Shelf. While the fun game is a joy for kids, one mum has shared an urgent warning for other families taking part in the mischievous challenge after a major mishap with the toy nearly set her house on fire. Mum Max Oliver, 27, from Cornwall, decided to get her son Charlie, who was five at the time, the popular elf toy for him to play with at Christmas time. However, just 15 minutes after introducing her son to the new activity, <laughs> things took quite a turn. Oh my god. Um... Let me just copy this first image to you. He works fast. My God, 15 minutes. (laughs) Uh, I'll read a bit more and then send it over. Max explained that she'd been taking it in turns with her partner to organise where the little elf would appear, but one placement turned to disaster. She said, we were taking it in turns every day or so, uh, and one day it was me, uh, one day it was me, and one day it was him. On this particular day, I said, I forgot to move the elf. Can you move it for me? He said he'd got just the place. Uh, I will now send you the first of two photos. Oh, no. (laughs) Just the place. Can you describe what we're seeing there? He's hanging from the lampshade. Literally, the the, the elf is dangling. It's grabbing onto sort of the spines of the lampshade. And its forehead is touching the bulb. That's such a good image. Um, however, just as Max was getting into bed, she heard her boyfriend run upstairs shouting that something was on fire downstairs. As the pair hastily legged it downstairs and searched for an electrical fault or similar, Max looked up and noticed none other than the little elf's legs dangling from a light bulb. Max continued, He went and hid it, and we thought nothing of it. Fifteen minutes went by and he came rushing upstairs saying something's on fire, I can smell smoke. We were going around the house sniffing every plug socket in the house, which was quite funny, they say. Was Um, it? It wasn't until I got downstairs in the front room and bent down to smell the plug socket. I looked up and saw these little legs dangling from the light bulb. When they rescued the little elf, she noticed that his face... Right-click, copy. Mm -hmm. Right-click, paste. Oh! Oh no, you can see his pupils still. That his face had been completely charred and it had turned black. The Committed ad- is the right word for that. Yeah, Holy yeah. hell. The mum added, it wasn't just melted, it was cremated. It was black. I was in hysterics. My partner was a bit worried there was a fire in the house, but then he saw the funny side. We were both creased up and it was one of those funny things. I found it a lot funnier at the time than he did. Um, do kids really want to play with that toy it looks kind of shit it looks like a decoration i think the idea is i'm not i don't think this was as much of a thing when we were younger but i think you just move it around the house and the kids think it's alive and that's just the idea is you just they have to find it each day or something idiots (laughs) have you seen that video of um the girl she's like eight or something and her mom has drawn on her face when she was asleep and she wakes up. She's got this really strong accent. Um, and I didn't realize until later that it's part of like an elf on the shelf prank. I think her mum is pretending that the elf drew on her. And the girl's going, nah, nah, has he drawn on my face? I got school. I got school. Nah. <laughs> it's very good. I'll have to find it now. If you're not yeah, aware. please do. 
Um, but nearly two years on from the incident and Max has finally been able to talk about this experience <laughs> after her partner felt it would not be the best idea to post online about initially. She said, yeah, we still have the elf under the sink. It stayed under there. <laughs> what? They still have the elf? Oh, my what? God. <laughs> <laughs> they got to hide the evidence. They can't just bin it. Oh, no. They killed an elf. Uh, I'm putting it in a memory box and we'll keep it in the house forever now. Memory box. That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. The shit box. Um, oh. I will quickly just send you I've got school. Uh, it's so only like sending an elf minutes. on the shelf <laughs> example <laughs> as well. Not, not That's it's great. Like, it's yeah. an elf shitting out chocolate chips into a, a candle. <laughs> oh, that's Something. good, Mikey. Yeah, it's just a special Christmas candle. <laughs> this is oh, I've got God. school. God bless okay. children with strong accents. It's a, a never-ending source of joy. Yeah. <laughs> she Liverpudlian. Uh, yeah, something like that. Merseyside. Or, yeah. I'm not laughing. I've got school. School. It's not funny. No, it's not funny. <laughs> Has he drawn in my face? <laughs> oh, bless. It's oh, very that's good. fantastic. Uh, so I recommend you search for that, uh, dear listener, if you're not familiar with Nah, It's Not Funny, I Got School. Um, <laughs> but here's a second story. It's just a quick one, but I couldn't not talk about this when I saw it related. Royal Mail Strikes leaves kinky, sex-starved Brits dildoless at Christmas. No, no. This is out. Re- this is Brexit Britain here in a nutshell. Father it Christmas is. would never do this to us. It's political correctness gone mad somehow. Disgusting. <laughs> this is an exclusive. Uh, the owner of sex toy company GetFruityCo.com has warned that kinky Brits wanting sex toys for Christmas will have to find other ways of having a merry time due to the post strikes. What's that website again, sorry? I was just uh, typing it in there. GetFruityCo.com. That's Co, just weird. C-O. Yeah. Oh, goodness me. Lube and essentials. Hmm. Well... I wouldn't order anything. an elf costume, lads. Peter? It's, it's, it's £20. Not, it's not you can arrive. see a lot. I bet you can. <laughs> Oh, um, they've got got your favourite, Ben. Fist it, sperm lubricant. Fucking oh. finally. I've been looking for that everywhere. <laughs> do they have... Is it, Hang on, did, content creators. <gasps> what? Feeling the, the pressure elf- of constantly coming up with new content for your followers? <laughs> Get your monthly fix of innovative sex and adult toys, fancy underwear, bra sets and dress-ups with our affordable subscription boxes. Oh my God, can we hawk Get Fruity Co. Uh, <laughs> tat boxes? They... I've just signed up for it, so um, I'll... okay, good. Is there an elf costume variant with a cremated face? Is that possible? <laughs> that's that's not all. If you get the elf costume and you end up with a create uh, a cremated face, it's gone very wrong. Yeah. Uh, to be clear, it seems the content creators thereafter are for people who are on OnlyFans and things like that. Right. Number one oh. gift box for adult entertain. We could be that though. Wasn't that one of the yeah. uh, uh, donations? Poddy, it's OnlyFans oh. when. Well, well, coming soon. next year. Yeah. <laughs> Videos is changing. Um, so this article is written by Adam Kyler. Kayla, I'm not sure. Um, the Royal Mail postal strikes are hitting Brits hard in a way you might not <laughs> might not expect. Horny shoppers have been left without their kinky Christmas presents after several strikes over the next week take place on top of ones already completed. But according to the owner of sex toy company GetFruityCo.com, Post offices around the country are now piled high with rampant no. rabbits and dildos with nobody around to deliver them. Piled oh. high, lads. Mm, piled very good. High. Very good. 
Owner Adam Wright said that he currently has hundreds of dildos and other sex toys stuck in sorting offices and his warehouses awaiting no. delivery. He explained, to call it a balls up would be an understatement. Oh. Orders have been flying since September and we've been running a 24-7 operation to get them out. We've done our best to make hay while the sun shines and get everything out as quickly as possible, but the strikes are really affecting business through no fault of my own. We're also providing an essential service, in my view. Some people say sex is a human right. And what gives people more pleasure than being able to climax? <laughs> Probably, wow. I don't know. It's not a for me poet. to say. Put that on a tea towel. <laughs> yeah. If we didn't resolve pretty soon, there will be hundreds, if not thousands, of sex-starved Brits this Christmas. And that's not really in keeping with the festive spirit. Oh. Oh. Santa wants you to... Come. Get off. Come. <laughs> Indeed. Come one and all. Okay. Yes. Oh, come all there you. There we go. It'll be a white Christmas this year for some. Ah. Ah. Well, don't let the bell end. Don't let the bell end, sure. Why not? Um, so we can end on one more question. Thank you, Peter. Um, for your yeah, thing. thank you for that, Peter. You're welcome. Just keeping you up to date. Keeping you yes. abreast. As I was wondering how the parcel was. Um, so we did have a, a question from Pet Shop Man at Pet underscore Shop underscore Man who did say, can we listen to Peter's Carol of the Podiots again, please? It's been too long, about a year. Um, well, just so you know, <laughs> it's available on YouTube whenever you want. So you don't have to wait for it to come round again. Uh, it's been on the on the channel since it was uh, first revealed. And it may already be on the the podcast feed as well i don't know but it's it's available um but we can play it at the end if you like yeah yeah go out with that oh yeah um yeah. but we've got one more question here one proper question which is from steven skodes at s skodes 8 who says what was the strangest christmas gift you ever received was it something you grew to love over time or hated it so much that you got rid of it i once got a shirt that said i'm super awesome I was 14 at the time and was past that age of getting those types of shirts. Thank you, Stephen. Oh, man. Um, I've got one if you guys haven't. Yeah, go ahead. I've got one that comes, springs to mind. Um, so my, let's see, my, my cousins, you know, like your cousin, you share a, a set of grandparents with, and then they've mm -hmm. also got a separate set of grandparents. And oh. the other grandparents of my cousin we all lived in the same geographical area and there were like occasional bits of like childcare sharing and stuff. So we sort of knew these other grandparents, like these cousin grandparents reasonably well. And uh, they would sometimes get us Christmas presents, which was very nice of them. And they seemed to get word that I liked art, which, I mean, I didn't not like art or drawing, but I don't think it was like a, a key part of my personality but anyway they, that's what they've been told or that they've got that uh, idea and I got this very strange thing from then it might not actually be the strangest gift I've ever received but it springs to mind as a strange one which was you you open it and it looks like you've just got a black sheet of paper um, but then what you do is you scratch it and underneath it's like shiny metallic and oh yeah it came with a thing to show you how to do like a photorealistic um it was like a lioness and a lion cub like facing down the camera and you sort of it's like a scratch card but like a it kind of has the texture of a sparkler 
like a like a fireworks sparkler. It's like metal filings stuck to a shiny bit of kind of brass coloured metal paper. It's really strange. So you just scratch it off and reveal the shiny stuff underneath. Um, and that was really odd. And I don't think I ever did it because it just seemed like <laughs> a lot of faff and probably a lot of mess. You just end up with all the iron filings on your table. Yeah. I had one of those as a kid and literally within five minutes of starting it, I got bored. And yeah, yeah. terrible, terrible. Yeah. I think my biggest upset was like all my adult life. I all like I've really wanted like a proper Christmas jumper, but I've never gone out the way to buy one for myself because like you buy it and you get like two weeks of use out of it before it's retired. Mm. But um, one year my parents said to me like, "Oh, uh, we'll buy like just out of the blue like, oh, we'll buy you a Christmas jumper for Christmas." I was like, "Oh, sweet, yeah, yeah, do it. Surprise me, go for it." Uh, I travelled up, got home, and they bestowed a Christmas jumper upon me. But rather than, like, your traditional nice woolen knitted one with, like, an intricate camp design, like, you know, like a really crap Christmas jumper, like, yeah. which is the best kind of Christmas jumper, mm-hmm. it was um, just, like, a red jumper with a picture of Will Ferrell as Elf on it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's not that's not the good kind of crap. That's just crap. <laughs> I mean, I didn't tell I my wife. I think it elevates it, honestly. Oh, maybe I'll maybe I'll grow to appreciate it. I'll see if I can find it when I go home this Christmas, and I'll see I'll see what it looks like. Maybe I'm being too harsh on it. But yeah, that that was quite disappointing. I wore it. I wasn't ungrateful. I was very thankful. I was like, oh, this is great. It's so warm. But yeah, I didn't bring it back home with me. <laughs> oh. oh man. Um, I think I feel like I've talked about this before, but I once got a paper traditional candy store bag filled with odd bits of Meccano from <laughs> my aunt and uncle, and it felt like the first part of a gift that the second part never arrived. Right, and I was so bemused, and it was never explained, and I. I <laughs> I definitely got rid of it after a while, but like it was just a bag of loose Meccano <laughs> and I never got clarification on what it was and I still don't know. It's that it's in a bag, just loose in a bag. That's yeah. what's strange. It if didn't even have sweets in. Here's a mixed, a, bo- a box of Meccano. It's just an assorted, they do an assorted mm. general mixture box. Here it is. That would be way less weird, but... God, yeah, you'd rather have the Meccano, sweets. You're right. A pick and mix of Meccano is, isn't quite... Yeah, isn't quite very a, weird. I, uh, I, yeah, I never got clarification, so I still <laughs> I still don't know what that was about. Oh. There's a bit of a running joke in my family now, uh, past few, since uh, several years ago, where um, we all sort of send little Christmas lists to each other. Not that, you know, we necessarily expect to receive even anything from them um per se but it's just you know ideas if you don't know what to get for me this is something that i'd quite like um and my mum says now whenever she posts hers she says and do not go off brief to my dad in particular um because one year he infamously bought her a pair of slippers that have headlights on the front so if you go go down in the night for like a midnight snack you can see where you're going that's great that doesn't sound functional at all no she wasn't that impressed with them that's from that that aisle in tesco that they set up around christmas which is full of like the tiny uh card games and just tats that you give people yeah, but it's well, often referenced well. now. In fact, my dad asked for regular slippers this year and he put, with or without headlights, I don't mind. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah. Amazing. So that's it. Merry Christmas, Fantastic. everyone. Fantastic. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Thank you, or Peter, for gathering 
those questions yes whatever you celebrate and uh thank you guys for your things your festive mm. things thank uh you. we hope you have a flipping wonderful uh merry christmas time but not in a paul mccartney way uh or in a paul mccartney way a sort of wiccan way whatever you want pagan way yeah. uh but we'll we'll double back on that in a second firstly though mikey i believe there's some kind of shop Yo, Don Tootin, if you navigate over to vidiotsofficial.com and click the lovely glowing, well, it's not glowing, but it could be glowing in your mind, the shop button, mm. you'll be greeted with a festive, oh, there's Dave, I just, I've just navigated to it myself, and he's there on the sidebar, um, you'll be <laughs> greeted with a bounty of festive, well, not really festive goodies, but if you buy them during Christmas, that makes them festive, they, if they're treats, then they're be- gifts, they become festive, but we got stickers, mug, hoodie, shirts and my favorite the cap go give it a look if you if you if, if you need a last minute gift for the video in your life why not buy them a beans time t-shirt eh? i love it yeah mm. it might I be love it. too close to christmas to get stuff in time for christmas but treat yourself with some of that christmas money maybe yeah uh, let's go yeah shout out to everyone who sent us pictures of the stuff they've got so far steven skodes adi pramana uh steven nori do, do, do. I'm just scrolling through. Samuel Benson, Jared, uh, among many others. Thank you so much. Send us a tweet with a photo of, you, of your merch and we'll, we'll give you a retweet. Thank you so yeah. much for supporting the store so far. There's been so many of you and it, it means a lot to us. Yeah, uh, we know it took fun. us a while to bring it in-house, but... Uh, we did it, boys. We did it. We fucking did it. Why not go to YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all.com forward slash official. We've also got the Vidiots Official Discord. If you go to vidiotsofficial.com forward slash Discord, you can go join the community and chat with like-minded Podiots listeners. Thank you to Tommy and Fleckers for modding us over there, by the way. Thank you. Thank you very much. Twitch.tv forward slash Official. We stream there relatively often. Uh, Well, no, that's not right at all. We've streamed there relatively often recently, but generally we don't stream there all that often. Uh, Thank you to everyone who came to the charity stream that myself and my friend Ben did recently. We raised some good money for Mind. Uh, So thank you so much for that. You can go see the VOD on the YouTube channel if you would like. Why not go to podiots.com and donate £3 or more to get a shout-out at the beginning and the end of the show. You could join Pumpy Platoon, the Tiny Troop, or the Fast Crew. Mikey's going to run through them again now. We begin with the generous Sideways Boxcar. Your boy, Marlo Ho Ho. Tongue Punch, Blobby's Fart Box. Uh, the very generous One Vowel from Shira, Butterfield Christmas Party. The generous You Know It's All About Dakum. Uh, walking in a Mr. Blobby land, the generous Sir Digby Christmas Tinner, Donak 07, Merry Jess Hughes and Moose. Oh, oh, Peter, can you do the, the German one for me, please? Uh, yeah, uh, Lord uh, Frohe Weihnachtenovich. Frohe Weihnachtenovich. There we go. Nailed it. Thank you. Raindrop Joy and the generous Stephen Scordes. Thank you all. Thank, Thank you. you. Also, Jingle Tits, Merry Pudmas for We're Ready, the very generous My Brother is a Ball Bag, uh, Amy Wicks is the Best Wife, the very generous Festive Fleckers, the very generous Luminous Spoon, Mr. Street View Visits Podiots, Santa's Sweatshop, and Got Blobby with an Elf. Oh, I think that is in order. When you read, so Mr. Street View Visits Podiots. <gasps> Santa's sweatshop and got Blobby with an elf. It still doesn't make sense okay. in that I don't really understand what the narrative is, but I think they, <laughs> I think they all go together. Kind of works. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, hello to my cunting daughter, Mary Mikey Poosmus, vidiotsofficial.com, Scott Chegg, this is Mikey, please ignore, uh, and <laughs> Mr. Blobby is in my chimney. And finally, we've got Mr. Macca, pooed in a Dalek at Blobbyland, Prince Beefcakes, Shrek's Xmas Amazon refund, all I want for Xmas is Mr. Black, Vidiot's OnlyFans when, is Kermit the Pog's IRL name Joe, Glitchy Peter says what? Caroline get the poster. I missed the poster. Wherefore art gutter snipe? Fleckers. Finn Tristam. Big Titty Jesus 42. Gromit Romney. Kermit the Pog. And Plopsy Wopsy Bumcrack Flaps. Thank you, all of you, for being the final pod squad of 2022. We really appreciate it. Once again, podiots.com. Donate £3 or more to get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the next episode. The first episode of 2023. Mm. Peter, what's out on Vidiots this week? Well, yes, on that note, I will not only do what's out uh, since the last episode in this fortnight, but given that there's not that much to go through, I will go to the end of the year. Take us right up to yes. 31st of December. So uh, we begin with Merry Christmas, Johnny, which is an unlisted video we did for Johnny. <laughs> um, Vidiots live Twitch stream Spyro Reignited Trilogy number two. Worst Games Ever, Xena Warrior Princess. Podiots Episode 24, Mary Chrysler. Worst Games Ever, Spice World. Podiots Episode 25, Clumpy Grid. <laughs> Vidiots Live Twitch Stream, Spyro Reignited Trilogy Number 3. Post Some Tat Number 39, Finale. Um, five hours long. Um, the Vidiots Tell Your Friends montage. Oh, it's really wrapping up now. Oh, yeah. Worst Games Ever, Mr. Bean. Uh, worst Games Ever, Santa Claus Saves the Earth, went out on Christmas Day. That was terrible. And on New Year's <laughs> Eve, 31st of December 2018, what's in the case? Portal Goblin face reveal. God, what a sad Christmas oh, gift we gave people. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad, but don't worry, it all starts again. The, ty- the year loops in 2023. It does, yeah. Um, so you did a stream right. on the 2nd of January 20, 2019, Ben, Dark Souls Remastered. Oh, and, I might uh, have done the DLC, I think. There was some Resident Evil 2 streamed on the 25th of Jan, and then that's it, really. And then it's the uh, Where Are the Vidiots update video in March. So, Vodiots from there on. Yeah. Blimey. Mikey, where are you on the internet currently? At Parrotboy on Twitter is the best place to keep up with my antics. Go give it a look. There's lots of fun stuff on there, probably. I'm very excited, actually. I'm doing a, a fun advent calendar um, that Claudia oh, nice. got me. I think when it's, when it's built, I'm going to do a fun video about it. So get your peepers out for that. Oh, nice. Amazing. And Peter, where are we? Uh, we are at Team Triple Jump over on YouTube and Twitch and uh, Facebook and Twitter. Um, where we're doing all sorts of stuff that you will be familiar with if you're a Vidiot's viewer of old and you've still not checked us out. So please go and have a look at that. Uh, and Ben is on Twitter at Confused underscore Dude. And I'm on Twitter and also Hive, but the app just doesn't work on my phone. So I'm not tweet, uh, not not posting on Hive uh, at that Peter Austin. So mainly Twitter for now. But if Hive starts working again, I will keep cross posting. Maybe. Don't know. <laughs> see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Why not leave us a five-star review on your platform of choice? There's a free Christmas present you can give us. It takes no time at all, and it doesn't cost you anything. Um, And it it all helps with Al Gore's rhythms, of course, as well, lest we forget. Uh, Is there a final Christmas question we can ask before fucking off? 
Who wants to hear Mary Podiets? Oh, okay, me, yeah. me. I do, ooh, I do. Ooh, 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 ooh. Merry Christmas or whatever you celebrate, everyone. Happy New Year. Stay safe. We'll see you in 2023. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Chrysler. Weird pod squad names, London's Lorraine, Michael Jackson, not the onion, gulls eating dogs, Jaggers is not, ghost skeleton, Naruto run, Ed implode jokes, song about Stoke, Banksy is Neil, succulent meal, tournament time, cow on the line, get freebie bucks, Dave eating tucks, Darwin awards, Bin Laden's horse, Uncle Fatty, Mr. Bloppy, erotic art, chocolate grandma, McNuggy cake, frozen meat face, Milo is pledging grape, Cool is flirting, wiki is weird, curves disappeared. Merry, 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 merry podiots. Merry, 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 merry podiots. Bed flattens arm, furry fandom, Bozy and Jim, high Evelyn, fridge leaking gas, Yoda in mash, Mikey's dog rap, mental health apps, conspiracies, Hoover stories, German robot, school for parrots, piss in Ben's bed, Fizzgog is dead, Jeff the mongoose, Noel Edmund Sue, Psycho Seagull, bathing dead all, we don't want your Coleman's be tall, Ben Franklin's parts, rib memory cards, biota pigs, not sold at Wix. Serial killers, Coco Gorilla Shred is review, boy does long boo. Meddy, 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 meddy podiots, meddy, 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 meddy podiots, Florida man, bad zombie plans, Dave shows for stuff, linear puffs, audience poll, on toilet roll, BAFTA Nazis, Babaloonie, Sing party at things, now it's the end. Please tell your friends.